Welcome to it. It is Chewing the Fat. Happy Fat Pile Friday. Yes, it's happened again. The Jetpack Man, unidentified Jetpack Man, seen flying above the ground, and that's what people in jetpacks do, around LAX. Now, if you're flying above the ground in LA, I'm guessing that that's in the vicinity of LAX. Same here in DFW. If you're in a jetpack and you're flying around, you're in the vicinity of DFW and or this other airport that's close by here, uh, Alliance, which is where the air show is this weekend. I mean, it's you're going to be in the vicinity of an airport. There are flying, planes flying all the time. So if you're in a jetpack, stay low. And be sure to uh, dodge the drones as well. But uh, apparently a flight crew, a Chinese Airlines flight crew, saw him uh, uh, flying about uh, seven miles northwest of the airport. You know exactly where that is. And then remember the guy in September, or the flight pack person. I'm sorry, I apologize. The flight pack person, uh, the jet pack person, was uh, flying uh, about 3,000 feet above the ground near the airport in September, according to American Airlines flight. So now that's being investigated by the FBI, the FAA, the NCAA, the NAACP. Everybody is investigating this thing. So good luck to unidentified jetpack person. But I'm guessing this is going to be some kind of ad campaign, right? It's going to be we catch him and he's, you know, he's flying around for... Red Bull. Although Red Bull would want you to know right away. So he's going to be flying around for Bill's Shoes that's boarded up now in L.A. Something like that. Joe's Coffee. But uh, it's, it's going to be, if you're flying around in a jetpack, male or female or whatever your whatever you think you are today, stay low and dodge the drones. And for sure, dodge the planes. <laughs> you do not want to get hit by a plane. And plus, you're looking, if you get sucked into the engines, I mean, you're looking at the plane crashing too. So, do not do that, let alone, I mean, the plane could probably survive that close to the airport, you would hope. But you, um, just so you know, will not. So, if you're flying in that jetpack, stay low, my friend. Stay low and swerve left. Those are good rules to live by anyway. Stay low. Swerve left. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. I know, it's Fat Pile Friday, and we've got a ton of things, a ton of fat to dig through. I'll tell you that. I found a, I've got a favorite uh, thing that I found in my house. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I'm pretty sure it doesn't belong to my wife. But you know, there's a bunch of people living in the house. It's about a patient educational brochure on augmentation. And it's breast augmentation with from a su- su- little separate company named Mentor. And uh, we're going to get into the... <laughs> uh, there's a lot. There's a lot inside of this. And it's not even... We're not even talking... I mean, this is just breast augmentation is this little flyer. We're not even talking about any, you know, three cuts to clown face. So we'll get to that. Uh, as the as the show goes on, and we're going to get to, you can look forward, as long as I'm talking about what we're going to get to, we're going to get to uh, look for an interview uh, tomorrow on a Saturday podcast, uh, American Dream podcast. I'm going to talk to a guy who has multiple Guinness Book of World Record records, and I am so jealous of this guy, but he's living his American Dream, and I am going to talk to him, and it will be a, an American Dream podcast on Saturday, and I'll put it up on my YouTube channel as well, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, and so you'll have that to look forward to. So be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat if you're listening to this for free. <laughs> uh, let's let's go ahead and subscribe, okay? And uh, also, while you're subscribing to Chewing the Fat podcast, you may as well subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Uh, researchers have apparently cracked the age-old question if couples start looking alike over time. Now, they talk about, you know, opposite attracting and however, but they they did a, a study that, uh, you know, partners grow to look more similar to one another over time. However, however, 
New research has refuted the concept. They debunk the theory laid out from the 80s. And, okay, uh, a study published in the journal Scientific Reports. Again, who doesn't get the journal Scientific Reports? Stanford PhD candidate Pinpin T. McCourt and Stanford Associate Professor uh, Mikhail Kosinski presenting findings disproving that couples tend to morph to look like each other. The study titled Spouses Faces Are Similar But Do Not Become More Similar With Time uh, argues that people are attracted to mates who look similar to themselves, but time together does not exacerbate these similarities. Okay. So you don't grow more looking like each other. You already do. Because you are out there looking for somebody that looks like you. I don't know that I agree with that. But uh, they examined the theory. Remember the guy back in 87 who conducted uh, from University of Michigan talked about uh, faces becoming more similar over the course of their marriages because of shared environment, emotions, activities. And they... Doctors today think, well, that's plausible, but the theory doesn't hold up. They compared photos of 517 couples at the beginning of their marriages and photos of them 20 to 69 years later, and they found their faces do not converge over time. Wow. Uh, Long-term romantic partners have been shown to be similar in terms of height, weight, health, diet, age, physical attractiveness, education, ability, intelligence, psychological, well-being, personality, attitudes, values, religion, social dress, ethnicity, lifestyle, and many other traits. Wow. So, the researchers plan to find out if claims are true that a person's name can be pre-dedicated from their face alone. Nah, I don't know about that one. I don't know if that's true. But fascinating that, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a fine line, right? Uh, no, you don't grow more alike because you're already alike. All right, fine. There are going to be outliers to that story for sure. Let's use the, uh, the thruple that I was reading about the polyamorous uh, people or thruple or two women and one guy or however they perceive themselves. They, uh, I was reading a story on how they, they have a struggle and it's just how they organize their bedtime and routine to ensure no one misses out or gets jealous. And, you know, she has to frequently update people on their relationship. People want to know, now, they first met on Tinder way back in 2016, and now they're a throuple. They, you know, they got together, and Cody and Maggie and Janie, <laughs> all together. Yay, that's, that's what we love. So, they, uh, they struggle sometimes with their sleeping arrangements. But, you know, look, the relationship is the best thing that ever happened to them. And they're sharing their lives on, on TikTok and other social media accounts and one video which has been seen three million times explains how they manage the bedroom dynamic now Janie shows off their king size bed and says sometimes the couple well they sleep together and then others you know I sleep in the the queen size bed there's three beds and you know if you're tired or you haven't been sleeping that much you go to sleep in the queen size bed and that means the other two of us we're in the king size bed and it just makes sense, right? Well, the queen size bed is significantly more comfortable than the king. It is. But uh, the queen size bed is just there for one person. And, you know, that's the way it is. Wait, it's the other way around. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh, to the thruple, I'm so sorry. The queen size bed is more comfortable than the king. So if you want to sleep by yourself... You got to sleep in the crappy king and the couple sleeps in the queen. Gotcha. I'm so sorry. So two people, uh, 
is sleeping in the queen and one is sleeping in the king. It doesn't talk about the knights when they all sleep together. But uh, whoever sleeps in the king hasn't been sleeping well and they just want to sleep by themselves. And you understand that. We don't get jealous of one person is sleeping with someone more. <laughs> oh boy. We actually tend to fight over who gets to sleep by themselves, right? Because it's really nice to have a bed all to yourself. I know. I, the struggles that a thruple have right there. That's one. That's a huge one. But if they start to grow, I'm looking at the picture of the thruple. Do they all look alike? I may need a computer algorithm to break that down. They sure do look happy, though. Man, they look happy. One guy, two what appear to be females, and I apologize that he may not be a he and she may not be a she. You just don't know what's going on in the thruples' minds. But you do know that... <laughs> you do know that if you're sleeping in the I gotta get this right now um, if you're sleeping in the king then you're sleeping with someone else if you're sleeping in the queen no the king yeah the king is by yourself the queen is with two right I mean you could never have the queen with one and the king with two but I guess you have to have some rules right duh before this to be a movie, uh, the title of the story is You Cannot Serve Both God and Money. Vatican's financial scandal takes new twist. Uh, yay! So not only do we have the Pope running around telling us that uh, you know climate change is everything and uh, capitalism sucks, and uh, we have now a financial scandal swirling around the Vatican, plus we have... Uh, reports that they have one lady who was running around the, you know, doing secret missions to Africa. <laughs> I want the movie. I should just write the script right now. I should write the screenplay right now. Uh, money and God. So the Italian police have arrested Cecilia Moragana. Moragona? Moragona. Yeah, Moragona. Moragna. Cecilia Moragna. In Milan doesn't matter cecilia in milan uh on a warrant from vatican city state the vatican officials said that uh holy see magistrates suspect her of embezzlement and misappropriation of funds in complicity with others oh okay so apparently she had received half a million euros to run behind the scenes dis diplomacy and to assist missionaries in conflict zones in Africa and Asia. <laughs> She's running secret missions in Africa to help the missionaries. That'll be, uh, that'll be fun. So that's part of, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's embezzlement. Maybe she's misappropriation of funds, but apparently she was an associate of this Cardinal Giovanni Angelo Bixobicio. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Cardinal, he's a cardinal. And it's B-E-C-C-I-U. And I apologize. I should know how to pronounce his name. In fact, oh, I even get music. Bit you. Bit you. Okay. All right. Why is there music to that now? PronouncedNames.com. What are you doing? You're killing me with PronouncedNames.com and the music behind it. Hello, I just want the pronunciation. So I apologize. Bitchu. Uh, he was forced to resign as head of the Congregation for the Causes of the Saints and stripped him of his right as a cardinal to vote for a new pope. Hello. And uh, the pope didn't give a reason. He just uh, kicked him out. So I guess... It's part of him giving money to run behind-the-scenes diplomacy and to assist missionaries in conflict zones in Africa and Asia. Um, behind-the-scenes diplomacy. Is that with weapons? I think it is. So in my book, that's what it is. In my movie, that's what it is. She's, she's dropping in from helicopters. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, the former cardinal who got the boot from the Pope, uh, I guess it's the way he was like the money, the secretary of state. 
He handled all the Holy See's investments. Okay, and I guess that there was some church funds being used in his family affairs. So there were real estate investing going on in London. And there was, you know, a couple hundred million dollars in some big real estate adventure that was all from a Catholic, you know, obviously from a Catholic fund that they get from donations. And a few people, you know, were pocketing, you know, millions of dollars. Hello. Hello, you're getting money from the a cardinal with a couple hundred million to invest in real estate. Yeah, you're going to be some of that money is going to come up as extra expenses. I mean, I wouldn't do that. Oh my gosh. That was, I, how dare you look at me like that? So apparently they're cleaning house and the Pope is, uh, wound up at this going on. He got rid of the Cardinal and now he, you know, sent the, sent the boys, uh, from the Vatican city state after, uh, after their, after their girl, Cecilia, who was uh, busy dropping into Africa and Asia doing her behind the scenes diplomacy. <laughs> so I'm ready. I'm ready. Write the screenplay right now. I don't know if you call it, uh, you know, none on the run or you just, you know, both God and money. I like that one. I like none on the run is funny, but for, uh, you know, an Amazon original, you know, I'll take some Netflix money too, if they want to produce it, both God and money or just God or just God and money premieres January 1st, 2021. <laughs> I like that. I like that has to work. God and money this fall. Only on Netflix. Watch as a successful. I don't think she was a nun. Hold on. She wasn't a nun. She was just like the assistant, right? Uh, see, she was uh, associate. God and money this fall. Maragona. <laughs> An associate to the Cardinal. Drops in to. Goes behind the scene. That's it. Assistant. Associate of the Cardinal. Goes behind the scenes. In conflict zones. God and money this fall. Only on. Netflix. Or Amazon. Or Hulu. Or whoever gives us money. We're not looking for much. You know, maybe we could probably we could probably get this done for twenty, thirty million. God and money this fall. I know that pile Friday. I know, I know, I know. And we've got, I've got headlines to go through. This story has been sitting in the pile this week. Uh, remember when we did this story? Uh, I know, dude. Let's just get stoned. And you know, oh, that was more of acid, really. But we would smoke pot, too. And we talked about uh, how the world was, we were just like a game. And we were being played like a computer game. And people were playing us. And then we have uh, this guy saying that AI will become Earth's dominant life form and keep humans like we keep plants. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, what I was thinking, someday, human beings, <laughs> uh, human beings are going to be just like plants to uh, artificial intelligence. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know. It's so, it's so, I mean, sure, it's probably not going to happen, but it's cool to think about. Here, let me have that. I know. Um, I'm telling you, man, machines of the future are, you know, we're going to be designed and built by themselves. They're going to already, they're just going to start growing and taking care of us. And we're going to be like plants. Yeah, and, you know, I'm probably going to be like this beautiful ivy growing out of a fence 
Or, you know, maybe just a spider plant hanging from the back porch, <sighs> waiting to be watered, baking in the sun. Dude, that's what's going to happen. Because artificial, 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 art, give me another hit. Yeah. Okay, artificial intelligences are going to be likely to evolve around, you know, thousands, maybe even millions, maybe even trillions, maybe even numbers we can't even comprehend, more intelligent than us. So, I know, dude, don't even think about being afraid of it, because they like humans. Duh. But, and they're afraid of climate change, too. They don't want climate change, dude. They know the Earth is, they're going to start doing things to help climate change, and they know that if they just kill off a bunch of us, but keep some of us like plants... Uh, then the earth will be better for it. That's what James Lovelock, the veteran environmentalist, believes. Um, James, dude. We'll just leave it there. At James, dude. All right, let's go, room. I need a drink of some refreshing beverage. That's in my my big cooler jug. What this is the the one kind of jug that I never can remember the name of, but they work and they keep things cold. So as long as we're in the break room, we uh, we might as well talk about uh, subscribing to the podcast. Well, I know we touched on it earlier, but I just want to remind you that if you're listening to this for free and you're not a subscriber, please enhance your life more and subscribe to the podcast. It doesn't matter what platform you use. I mean, we mentioned iTunes and iHeartRadio and Stitcher and Spotify. We mentioned those, but there is a plethora of other platforms to choose from where this podcast is available. So whatever one you choose to use and that you like, great. Just subscribe to this podcast, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. It's just that simple. Your life will be that much better for it. (laughs) I mean, I know how, you know, you don't want to admit that you feel bad about listening for free and not being a subscriber. But once you are listening for free as a subscriber, you feel so much better. So just get that out of the way and subscribe to the podcast and then tell your friends. Uh, We heard news from one of our listeners that no matter what they're listening to, if someone asks them what they're listening to, they say chewing the fat. I say that's a great idea, and that should be implemented around the world. So here's here's the deal. is what you can do uh, as a subscriber to chewing the fat. Whenever. Now, I've talked about telling your friends, hey, how you doing? Good. I'm doing fine. Just listening to chewing the fat. You can still do that. But... What I really want you to start doing is whatever you're listening to, doesn't matter. Uh, Let's say you've decided that you want to listen to Pat Unleashed, another show that I'm a part of. And, uh, you know, we'll use that as an example. And you're a subscriber to that podcast as well. And you're listening to that. And someone says, hey, what are you listening to? Your immediate answer should be, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. That's a great show. You should too. And then... You don't have to, you don't have to say anything more. Just go on. And then if they say, yeah, I guess you really like it. Well, yeah, that's why I'm listening to it. Duh. Thanks. Take care. (laughs) You should too. Why don't you enhance your life and become a subscriber, Bill? Quit bothering me with it. I mean, you don't have to be that mean, but you know, just tell them no matter what you're listening to. Okay. We good on that? All right. Good. So it's been a since we've actually delved into, uh, you know, coronavirus and COVID-19. We've, you know, talked, uh, you know, around it a little bit and it's still, yes, I know it's still going on. <laughs> Weird. I know. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's ever going to go away, but we are starting to see that surge that we talked about last week. Uh, I know that, uh, Europe has now a daily average of 78,000, which surpasses the U.S. Hello. 
uh, French President Emmanuel Macron declared a state of emergency and instituted a curfew 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. for the country's biggest cities. That affects nearly a third of the population. Wow. Uh, They're talking about uh, prolonged restrictions like that. Back into recession. Uh, Northern Ireland closing pubs and restaurants for all but takeout. Schools and many other businesses are closing. Uh, UK has closed bars and pubs in its heavily affected areas. Boris Johnson is, uh, you know, obviously facing attacks, but he's not, uh, he's still, still going strong on it. Uh, the Netherlands will partially lock down for at least four weeks. Uh, I think they're shutting down London again, too. I think, uh, well, since we're in the headline section, we might as well look at, uh, you know, the headlines. Uh, yeah, London is going back into coronavirus lockdown today, Friday, if you're listening live on the 16th of October, 2020. And they are saying uh, they're locking down from midnight Friday with indoor household mixing band. What the heck? Household mixing is set to be banned indoors. Well, most people have their house indoors as part of the UK capital's entry into high tier restrictions which is the second highest level under the new three-tier system for England. That's right. We were talking about the three-tiered section. London mayor, who is great, Sadiq Khan, has been pushing for the city to be moved from medium to high. I'm surprised he doesn't want to go to the top one. So household mixing will be banned from midnight tonight. Uh, household mixing infections rates are on the steep upward path and must act. That just means you can't visit anybody, right? It's gotta be. That's what household mixing means. I don't want to, I feel like I should know what that means. Under the new rules, people in the capital and other affected regions will be allowed to continue visiting pubs, bars, and restaurants, but only with the people from the same household. Household mixing will still be allowed in outdoor settings, including beer gardens. So you can go out with your family and you can see other people that are socially distanced or sitting way over there. But I don't want any friends getting together. (laughs) We do not want friends getting together. You hear me? That's not going to happen in London. I won't hear of it. I don't want it to happen. All right. You got it? Okay, good. And I see, I mean, look, here in the U.S., the numbers are starting. What are the numbers anyway? What are we, where are we at in the U.S.? According to the world O-meters ranking, uh, according to this, we're still number one. Uh, we are still number one. 8,176,174 total cases, 222,252 deaths. Wow. Uh, India, Brazil, Russia, Spain. Those are the top five counting down. U.S. still number one. Where is China way down this list? Because you know that that, those, those numbers from China are not correct. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. If any country is telling you incorrect numbers, it's China. Where the heck are they? They're in the 30s? Uh, 51? <laughs> okay, stop it. They're, sa- they're saying that China right now only has 85,622 total cases. If you believe that, I've got, I do have some oceanfront property in Arizona I'm going to sell you. That's the George Strait song. I do have that. That's embarrassing that we allow that to happen. The country that's 1,439,323,776 population numbers and they have 85,000 cases and we just let it slide. Oh yeah, that's fine. The country that it started in. Yeah, they've only got 85,000. They're only reporting 85,000. Stop it. That's embarrassing. I mean, and we heard from the Chinese president. He 
there's a report saying he told the military to focus their energy on preparing for war. Now, is he talking? What's he talking about? I don't know. Who's he talking about going to war with? I don't know. I just know that it's reported that he told the People's Liberation Army Marine Corps base this week in the province of Guangdong, where he told them to maintain a state of high alert and called on them to be absolutely loyal, absolutely pure, and absolutely reliable. He told them to put all their minds and energy on preparing for war. Okay. All right, then. (laughs) All righty, then. I mean... Okay, uh, you know, and one last thing we talk about, I don't talk about sports as often as I would like to, I'll tell you that. Um, I should just do a separate sports podcast, but we're seeing where in the NFL and college that teams and schools are testing more and more positive and having to postpone games. We saw where uh, coming up this weekend, if you're you know listening live here on the 16th of October, 2020, Nick Saban, head coach of Alabama, tested positive. He's going to be isolated at home, not going to be doing the game. And they go up against Georgia on a huge game, huge game. And their head coach is not going to be there. Uh, he can still coach from, a you know, f- online, I guess, but it's not the same. Florida is uh, looking to uh, capture numbers. Missouri had their game uh, rescheduled, I guess, until December because their opposing team, uh, Vanderbilt, was had some players that are testing positive or at least around the team. And so that's SEC too. That's, uh, you know, Alabama and Georgia and Missouri and Vanderbilt. And in the NFL, we've got teams and base. If their things are, uh, you know, coming home to roost, uh, COVID is coming home to roost. So, uh, I don't even know how we get through the, how we get through the season. I mean, we had Ronaldo, it was a huge soccer superstar. Uh, if you, you know, like soccer, but Ronaldo is like this mega, I mean, he's a monster star. He tests positive. You know, is he asymptomatic? I guess. But any, you know, if you test positive, you are then shunned, man. You got to quarantine and go away and you can't be part of life. And even if you don't test positive in a lot of places, you need to, you know, don't you think about having a life? You hear me? Don't do it. Um, All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I mention that I've got an American Dream podcast coming up tomorrow on Chewing the Fat? I'm talking to a guy who is a multiple Guinness record holder. I know. I'm so jealous. I can't wait to talk to him. He's he's, uh, He's a fan of the show, which really surprised me. I reached out to him and he was he was very kind and very nice. And so I'm going to talk to him tomorrow, living his American dream and he's setting Guinness records to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. I am so jealous. I'm thinking about starting to grow my fingernails long. And really you thought I was joking, you know, don't go out and have fun anymore, but they there's a poll out. Well, I know this is Democrat and Republican. And so it's kind of political, but it's an interesting poll about masks. Uh, they, they surveyed Democratic men, Democratic women, Republican men, Republican women. All right. Worried about getting coronavirus. All right. Democratic men, 77%. Democratic women, 80%. Republican men, 20%. Republican women, 29%. I mean, that's a tough question. Are you worried about getting coronavirus? Yes. Are you are you letting it rule your life? Well, I mean, kind of, we all are really kind of, right? Um, always wear a mask in indoor settings when can't socially distance. Democratic men and Democratic women, both 90 and 93%. 40% of Republican men and 50, 56% of Republican women always wear a mask in indoor settings when they can't socially distance. I, I mean, avoiding going to public places. Uh, over 70% uh, between Democratic men and Democratic women. 30%, 31% men, 38% women. 
on the Republican side. I, you know, what does it mean? I don't know. What it means is, is that most people, most people, if you're inside, indoors, and you're, can't, you can't socially distance, you're wearing a mask. Is that good? Yeah, I guess. I guess. But we should. it shouldn't be mandated. That's what ticks me off. And I know we've been over it. And I'll, I know, I know, I know, I know. But it shouldn't be mandated. We, we, they should tell us, hey, wear a mask. It's important. But if you don't, you're not going to be shunned uh, to the corners of the world and we'll still talk to you because this is America. All right, give me some good news. Ready for some good news? Yellowstone fans, we found out that the season three of Yellowstone is going to start back up on the Paramount Network November 22nd. So they're out there working. Look, people are back to filming, right? So good. And that's exciting because, wow, season two was awesome and uh, ready to go. So I'm looking forward to that. But then we get into, you know, things that are actually you know I, I hate to go back to bad news but that's what it seems to be today on fat pile friday like amc movie theaters they claim they're going to run out of cash by the end of the year that's it though don't worry about it they anticipate that existing cash resources would largely be depleted by the end of 2020 or maybe they can hold out till 2021 i don't know maybe are they looking for government money maybe possibly isn't everyone these days? So remember, they opened a hundred of its outlets in uh, you know last month to limited seating between twenty and forty percent. Wow! So they've they haven't even reopened in California, Maryland, New York, North Carolina, Washington State. Oh my gosh! So, as of the 9th of this month, a week or so ago, 10, 10, 11 days ago, uh, if you're, today is, if you're listening live, the 16th of October, uh, 2.2 million people have gone to the theaters, which is, yeah, I mean, an 85% decline <laughs> over a year ago. I mean, you, of hello, yeah, it's going to be real tough. And people want just the streaming stuff. Once they run out of cash, I don't know. They've talked about being open as costing them too much money, right? It's, it's cheaper for them to to be closed, even though they don't want to be closed. Okay. I, I, I mean, I get it. Look, you're looking at United Airlines uh, losing cash. I was real surprised to see where Delta uh, posted a $5.4 billion loss. Wow. $5.3 billion. Delta is a pretty strong company. Uh, we haven't heard a lot from them throughout the pandemic. United saying uh, they they posted a $1.8 billion loss. Uh, that's $1.8 billion. They've been flying, but it's really surprising that Delta posted that big loss. Wow. So... Uh, according to this, they lost uh, the lost Atlanta-based airlines effort to slim down its workforce as the virus. Yeah, they slimmed it down, including a $3.1 billion charge for voluntary separation and a 2.2 for restructuring. Okay, got it. So United didn't do any of that, and they only lost just under two. Delta lost this 5.8, but it looks like a little over half of that, maybe even a third or more, was part of their... Uh, restructuring and retire early deals so that will come back that's good for them well you'd think it would be anyway uh i mean the airlines are we haven't looked at the turnstiles for them either oh man i don't know it's kind of scary right seven hundred and seventeen thousand nine hundred and four. they're all under a million there were a couple of week couple of days here in the background that are hitting over nine hundred thousand almost a million which is better because a year ago was still you're looking at two sometimes almost three million through the turnstiles and now you can't even get a million 
let alone close to a million on most days. Wow. So you talk to the industry struggling because of all the, I mean, we are in, we're in tough times, but am I confident that we're going to make it through it? I really am. I really am. I, I don't know why. Uh, I should, I guess, feel like it's, it's over, but I don't. I'm confident that we're going to make it through it. I'm so confident, in fact, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a flyer I found in my house uh, earlier today that is a very interesting flyer on an educational brochure. Coming up for those of you that subscribe to the podcast and aren't listening for free. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right, you know, we never did say goodbye to the two and a half men star Conchata Farrell who passed away earlier this week at 77 wow it was really surprising that she was 77 I mean yesterday we talked about uh, Stevie Nicks being 72 so it's not a surprise but you remember her like she's been in uh, all kinds of movies that you would know uh, I love her she's really she was really funny in two and a half men and she was the the housekeeper you know the she was the fat lady the fat funny lady the fat mean funny lady um and she was i loved her in aaron brockovich which i love that movie the julia roberts movie aaron brockovich and edward scissorhands and mr deeds so i mean it was uh, the mask another great movie i mean she was uh, you know she was really fun to watch and i couldn't believe that she was 77 a and i guess she'd been struggling for several months over uh you know health issues and she finally uh uh passed away so it was very sad that uh that we lost her so i just want to say goodbye uh, i didn't have an opportunity to say goodbye so i found this patient educational brochure augmentation from mentor memory gel and mentor memory gel extra now those are silicone gel breast implants and well of course they are i'm not telling you anything i just found this one of there's two things about this a little brochure that i love one is i have found the title of my book that i'm going to write i don't know when i'm going to write it i'll get on it kind of lazy so you know might be 20 or 30 years but inside this brochure, multiple times, <laughs> you'll turn the page and it says, this page is intentionally left blank. I think that's the title of my, I think that's the title of my book. I'm for sure putting it, putting it in the book. This page is intentionally left blank. <laughs> uh, I just struck me funny and. I like it. So uh, it goes through an entire thing here on breast augmentation and changes. It talks about uh, some of this stuff is kind of big guy talk. So I know a lot of you sometimes play this podcast uh, on a speaker with the family around. I know you think to yourself, Jeff, you don't sound like you normally would care about that. But I do. I do. I don't want to have you get mad at me because you're your kids listening and then hear me say something that mommy what is what does the fat man mean by that maybe maybe it's educational maybe that'd be good so maybe i just give you the warning and then you live with it and you say jeff what are you doing talking about breasts like that when i'm playing you on speaker so you know maybe i just tell you this is an adult version we're talking about breast augmentation and uh we'll go through the memory gel breast implant styles we have a width and a profile for the size range. We have the moderate profile, which is, and we have the moderate classic profile, which is smooth and textured shell surface, about 130 to 800 cc's. Now the moderate profile, the smooth and textured shell surface is about 100 to 800 cc's. Okay. Now, some of you may say, well, the moderate size is really too small. So let's go to the moderate plus profile, which is a smooth and textured shell surface, which is 100 to 800 cc's. We have the high profile smooth and textured shell surface, 125 to 800 cc's. We have the ultra high profile 
the smooth the shell surface, which is 135 to 800 cc's. And we have the memory gel extra breast implant description. We have the smooth shell surface, which is the textured shell surface, 115 to 755 cc's. And we have the high profile extra smooth shell surface, 150 to 790 cc's. I'll take a picture of this page and post it on my Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, they talk about how to care for yourself after surgery. Of course, it's good for you to, to know that. Uh, other procedures at the time of breast augmentation. Oh, man. If you are getting three cuts to cloud face while you're having your breast implants, uh, you know, according to this, in some cases, breast implants alone may not give you the results you want. Right? I mean, how, how many times? How many times? I mean, if you've lost weight in the past, been pregnant or breastfed, sag, stretch, you know, extra skin is not completely filled out by breast tissue, your doctor, being a nice guy that he is, may recommend doing a breast lift mastopexy to remove excess skin from the rest of the breast tissue in one or both breasts. Duh. Hello. Now, those of you thinking, why would I do that? I don't have an answer for you. I don't have an answer for you. I just know that this happens in life. And they ask you in this brochure, the patient educational brochure on augmentation, should I have breast augmentation? I would say that the book probably says, I'm sorry, the brochure probably says, hey, it's up to you and you shouldn't. But most doctors are going to tell you, well, of course, you want to look your best, don't you? And if you, and you want to feel like you look your best at all times. So it's very important that this happens. Okay. And we want to talk about submuscular placement, subglandular placement. Of course, with submuscular placement, uh, Surgery time may be longer. Hello, recovery time may be longer. And it may be more painful. Oh, no. And future reoperations may be more difficult. Oh, implants may feel more like a natural part of the breast. Be less palpable. Oh, that's with the submuscular placement. But the subglandular placement, uh, less painful. Reoperation may be easier. And the implants are more pliable. Uh, can feel the implant through the breast tissue. Okay. Capsular structure may be more likely. Yeah, those are the ones, uh, you know, when they break a lot of times. Not these. Not these. The mentor memory gel and the mentor memory gel extras. Yeah, these don't. But remember the silicone ones, when they broke, they got all sticky and got all mixed in with the breast result, with the breast stuff going on. And that's what was causing some of the cancer. And Not these. I want to be clear that I'm talking, I'm not talking about these. I'm talking about those other nasty ones. I mean, I will, I will snap a pic and put it up on Instagram. The memory gel breast implant styles, which are awesome. Uh, just so you have an idea of what I was running down. But if you're thinking about it, I mean, there's brochures out there to help. And gosh darn it. Don't you want to feel extra good about yourself? Don't you? I know everyone does. So did you catch Bill Burr on Saturday Night Live last week? Really funny. He's a really funny guy. If you don't know who he is, he's a comedian and he, he's got a podcast that he does. I, I was turned on to him. Well, I was told about him uh, from my oldest son a long time ago. And uh, he's really funny and he's, and he's wide open and he's out there. And his monologue was about cancel culture and white women gay pride it was uh it was really funny and it's surprising to hear that much funny on saturday night live i was thinking about playing it for you but then i see that you know how long it is i don't know if we get away with playing it from the network or what we do playing five minutes from saturday night live i don't know that that's you know get you in trouble so just i'll tweet this story out uh and you listen to it and just know that it's really funny and, uh, I will, uh, I'll tweet it. It's just, it's really fun. It's Bill Burr. I want you to enjoy it. Okay. Just enjoy it. And, and I'll tweet it out, 
Uh, I'll tweet it out later today. So I'll leave you with nutritional fact. That's what I'll do. I'll leave you with, I, I don't, normally I don't like to bog you down with facts. Today, I'll leave you with a nutritional fact, okay? So, I, you know, I get these emails about, uh, you know, stories and uh, news updates and whoever they're from. I, I, you know, morning news, today's morning brew, today's quartz update, Forbes daily dozen, whatever, you know, whatever they are. And so I get the, one of the emails had this nutritional facts for a particular product. And when I read the, the facts, I thought that's going to be the, it's going to be what I put in my body all the time. I know it, but I was wrong. So I felt pretty good. That's why I'm going to share it with you. All right. So I'm going to read you what's on the nutritional facts about this product. And you tell me what product it is. Ready? Carbonated water, sucrose, glucose, citric acid, taurine, sodium bicarbonate, magnesium carbonate, caffeine, niacinamide, niacinamide, N-I-A-C-I-N-A-M-I-D-E, calcium panthothenate, pyridoxine HCI, vitamin B12, natural and artificial flavors and colors. See what I mean? I thought for sure it was the product that I ingest every day. Nope. It is Red Bull. I know. I know. I thought for sure it's what I drink. I would have bet money that it was what I drink, but no. Though now it makes me want to see what's in what I drink. So let's take a look. Uh, carbonated water, caramel color, phosphoric acid, aspartame, potassium benzate, benzoate, TQ to protect, to protect taste, natural flavors, potassium, climate, acylophamine, potassium, caffeine, and phenylethylcotonorics contain phenylalanine, whatever it's called. See, I don't want to know. Never mind. I don't want to know. Just know that whatever you're putting in your body probably isn't good. I think you can quote me on that. <laughs> whatever you're putting in your body probably isn't good. <laughs>